Listener Production. Like finding that op shop bargain. Ka-ching. These boys come pre-worn. And maybe need a wash. Oh my word. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, had the absolute pleasure of hitting up the Sydney Opera House a couple of nights ago to check out Instruments of Dance. Well, that, that's my um that's my pseudonym, I think. <laughs> <laughs> On the apps, it's a uh, it's a ballet. That's what I write when I'm coming back to Australia through customs, occupation, and instrument of dance. <laughs> um, no, it's an Australian ballet piece. Oh. It was good to get out and about Alex Dyson and just lose myself in the three different performances. Sufjan Stevens was one of the composers. Helped Seriously, compose some of the music for the uh, for the third piece. There, I tell you what, if you had told 19-year-old Matt O'Kine that this is the stuff he'd be doing for fun. <laughs> I reckon if you said that to his face, he would have given you a wedgie. That... Was... <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, like, I, while I appreciate it all, I'm like, I still can't get over, like, I'm very immature about it all, and I'm always like, I'm watching it all, and I'm like, geez, that person's crotch is really right in that other person's face. <laughs> like, does that, does that, is that a, do they, how do they feel about this? Is that not uncomfortable? And then I'm like... Do all these people get free waxing? Like, every <laughs> chest is, like, smooth and silky. Every yeah. bikini line is completely... I'm like, do they include the waxing as part of... Is there a beautician backstage who's waxing everybody? That is a little bit gatekeepy. Why can't hairy people do ballet? I think it's too slippery. I think you just slip right off. I think you need that skin to skin to just make sure that they're up. And then I start right. thinking about, wonder if people have really, you know, hurt themselves. I wonder, mm. wonder if anyone ever gets dropped on an Australian ballet performance. Then I'm wondering, you know, what happens? You know, you can really see the outlines of people's junks and stuff. I'm <laughs> like, do I wonder if they ever get self? I mean, I'm a VJL, a visible well, junk line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't focus. But outside of all that, it was an incredible <laughs> performance. <laughs> I'm okay, fine. I mean, I mean it. Go see it. Three different shows, completely original, great stuff. But, anyways, I'm just saying, sometimes my mind wanders. But we've got a big show Tuesday morning. That's right. We're going to be bringing back the Audio Be Real, the podcast segment that is sweeping the world, a world first here on Matt and Alex. You've given us your numbers, so potentially you're getting a call to be asked what you're doing in a moment. You've probably got about 15 seconds to tell us, and then we're going to hang up on you. So uh, that's coming up as well. (laughs) What's hitting with Sarah? Also in the mix for those of you feeling a little out of touch with the youth. Should be a big show, Matt. Yeah, can't wait. Let's jump right in. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Every now and again, Matt, a prospective like radio host or young presenter will get in touch and say, what are some tips for, you know, getting into podcasting? What's a good way to do radio and that kind of thing? How do you get good at it? And a lot of the time, my number one thing is be authentic, be yourself, be real. Mm. And um, we found that that was the case last week when we randomly called a few contacts in our phone to see what they were doing at any particular moment. It was an audio version of the new app, Be Real, where you got to post a photo at any moment. You can't stage manage it. You can't pop on your little Valencia filters. No, you've only got two minutes to really, you know, capture the moment. So there's no setting up the selfie ring light. There's no putting on the makeup. There's no none of that. You just got to... Open your phone and snap. And we thought, well, let's take that concept and adapt it to audio. And so it's time for our second ever episode of an audio be real. Now, rather than contacts 
in mine and Matt's personal mobile phones. We are going to be opening it up to you, the listener, because we asked you, do you want to be on our list to, to find out what you're doing whilst we're doing this and recording this right now? We'll call you and see what is happening in this moment. You know, will you be like uh, Lewis Hobber last week, who was live on radio at his job, still picked up an unknown number? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's wild. Or will you be like my dad, who was sitting on the couch, in his own words, waiting for night to come? Um, <laughs> we are about to find out. So thank you for everyone's put their hat in the ring. Uh, if you want to get involved, matt.n.alex or mattnalex.com.au. Are uh, you good to go, Matt? Yeah, let's do it. First up, we have TJ. Hello. TJ, it's Matt and Alex. What are you doing right now? Right now, I am uh, just about to move a boat trailer uh, to load up some boats of a regatta. Oh, wh- where are you? Uh, I'm at Manly uh, in Brisbane, just at the uh, marina there. And what can you see? We've got thunder, we've got lightning. Uh, at the moment, I have a car driving past. Um, so, yeah, I'll be backing your trailer in and back to the Gold Coast after that. Brilliant. Thanks, TJ. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Hello. Kylie, it's uh, Matt and Alex. We're doing our audio B Reels. What are you doing right now? Uh, I'm just at the coin laundry doing some washing. Wow, what can you see in front of you? Um, there's a, well, the machine's broken, so I need to go and get my car, um, see if I have a dollar coin. So, <laughs> oh, thanks. Cheers, <laughs> Bye. Maybe next week we just start typing in random numbers. <laughs> hey, you've called Chloe. I can't get to the phone at the moment. I get to the phone, Chloe. Well, well, well. Yep. Yo, Tyson, it's Matt and Alex. How you going? Yeah, good. good, Tyson. What are you doing right now? Just got home from doing a job. Oh, what sort of job? Uh, you know, tradie job. Okay. Actually, you're talking to two people who have no idea about those <laughs> yeah, jobs. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right, but, well, paint us a picture. Where are you? What are you wearing? What are you doing? Well, I'm at home. I'm in my work clothes, my five ears and my shorts and... Got my socks on, just took my boots off. What can you see in front of you? Uh, my bed. All right. Well, thanks very hey, much, Tyson. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Jordan, it's Matt O'Kine from Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We're doing our audio B-reels. What are you doing right now? Right now, I'm sitting down at the beach watching some guys in some jet skis, man. Whoa. Ooh, Tell us about that's... the colours, the sights, and the sounds. It's a little bit overcast. The jet skis are absolutely smashing it. They're doing, like, some pretty thick... Um, not burnouts. What do you call it? What does the jet ski do? Doughies or something. Doughies, yeah. Nah, they're some just doing, yeah, man, they're just doing some <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. See you. Hello. Hello, Luciana. It's Matt and Alex calling for an audio Be Real. Just wondering what you were doing right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I'm literally just sitting in bed. What? Oh, my God. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. Yeah, we no don't have chat. No time Luciana, for chit chat at all. What are you? Yeah, what are you doing? Just lying in bed. Yeah, um, I kind of have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, what colour is your Duna cover? Uh, it's got little bats on it, and they glow in the dark. <laughs> have you got any like? Is there tissues and stuff around your bed? You have, you know, have you got water bottle, tea cups? What are you? What are, you, are we talking? Oh, it's like you're in my room. Well, hang on. We're not doing an audio B real so Matt can describe what you're looking at. What are, what are you looking at? Oh my god, I, I'm watching How I Met Your Mother. 
I'm sitting with my box of tissues that are my best friend, and I've got a cup of tea to keep me warm. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, Luciana. <laughs> See ya. Well, Alex Dyson, and from a scale of not sus to sus as, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put a news story that I've seen thanks to producer Bron right. in front of you, and I just want you to let me know how sus you think this headline sounds. All right, I'm thinking of the axis here, the x-axis. Zero percent not sus, hundred percent sus as. Hit me. Rats blamed for eating 500 kilograms of cannabis stored by Indian police. (laughs) That's my Ghostbusters sus meter. That radar is popping off right now. So apparently rats in northern India, according to CNN World, have uh, been accused of eating hundreds of kilograms of cannabis seized from drug dealers and stored in police warehouses. So, So apparently, right, they put them in these warehouses... It was noted in court, someone said, right, uh, you know, rats are small animals and they aren't scared of the police. <laughs> They'll happily just go in and reclaim this weed. They ate it all. There are photos of the rep. Usually when a rat's eaten something, and I know this personally, um, there's a, little, a few morsels left, you know, there's a ripped bag, there's that kind of thing. <laughs> are there any images like that to show, like, there it is, the rat's got it, or it's just all been eaten? No, well... <laughs> There was a few things left over in the uh, in the warehouses. Um, <laughs> few empty biscuit packets and uh, cheezels, you know, vape vial, cheezel dust. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the rats have come in here and watched three seasons of Family Guy. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh man! I'm okay, so wait. Really <laughs> showing my age at that reference, I don't think. <laughs> Family guy still going, whether it's popular, that's that's another story. But um, so has that been accepted? Are people like, oh, well, that's that's happened, move on, or what, what's going on now? Well, okay, so what happened was that, okay, the local police were unable to, you know, provide almost 200 kilograms of confiscated cannabis that mm. was supposed to be used as evidence in a court case. So we seized the evidence and you, the person's on trial for 200, you know, trafficking Yeah, cannabis. it was like... For the, they're, they're supposed to have, you know, let's say 400, gram, 400 kilograms of cannabis, you know, as evidence. And then it's like, here it is. Here's the evidence. Like, that's only 200,000. It's only 200 kilograms. Oh, well, rats have eaten the, the other, other 200 grand. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, uh, and it's just something that keeps happening, apparently, in uh, lots of police stations in uh, Matura, um, which is the northern city there. Um, and apparently, though... Right, so apparently they're, now they're saying, "Well, we need to make arrangements so that these rats don't keep eating the uh, the cannabis." But apparently, cannabis not good for rats. Oh, they found that rats that took marijuana just become really apathetic at life and don't <laughs> achieve their full potential. They become lazy. They do. They <laughs> they literally become lazy. These these scientists did tests where they would they would let a rat choose two tasks. Okay. Yeah. One task would be slightly more difficult, but the treat at the end would be better. And then the easy task, you would get a small treat. And the rats, these aspirational little beings, they would be like doing the tough task and getting the good, the good treat. Right. You know, the top bicky. 
Then they gave him a little bit of a, you know. So, like, it'd be like in one, it's like chocolate, and the other one, it's like white chocolate, which is awful, <laughs> you know, compared to milk chocolate in the other one. Is that is that the kind of good and bad treat? I, I think it was like uh, either that white bread or, you know, rye. <laughs> That's what it would have been, the equivalent of. And, um, and yeah, and then, then they gave them a little bit of, you know, a little the bit of the devil's lettuce. lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, whatever. I'll just have the, I'll just do the easy yeah, task. Exactly. Exactly. I'll just jump just on the goop that they give me as a result of this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And apparently, after the, uh, you know what the worst side effect for the, for the rats that had this, um, this, the, you had been given the marijuana, it started listening to all day breakfast. <laughs> so, oi, oi, <laughs> do not besmirch. Our listeners, good name. Thank you very much. We've got the, the most highly motivated listeners in the land. I tell you, I'm glad that Splinter, you know, wasn't on the hooch. The, what, the, wait, wait, the sensei, like the, the <laughs> yeah. karate master from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no way he would have been inspired enough to raise well, four turtles on his own and teach some martial arts if he'd been toking some jazz trumpets. <laughs> well, I tell you what, he may not have. But whoever created him certainly was. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles eating pizza in the sewers. Lorded over by a rat. <laughs> that whiffs, <laughs> that, my friend. That, that person definitely had the key to a Northern Indian police station warehouse, <laughs> that's for sure. Oops. I'm calling it. That's cool. Drippy. What about like? That's pretty cool. What's hitting? A little thing called. What's hitting? With. Sarah. Yeah, that's right. It is that time of the week where we chat to our resident young cool person who gets to update us on what is hot and what is not in the world of the youth zeitgeist here on All Day Breakfast. It is Sarah. Sarah, where do we catch you right now? You're catching me at Tinnabar. Tinnabar. Where on earth is that? It's like around the Fraser Coast region. Oh, in the QLD. Okay, yeah, so that's okay. I'm looking on a map right now, and it's very close to uh, my local, or, you know, a bit of a local haunt for me, Rainbow Beach. What are you doing in Tinnabar? I'm assuming there's some camping involved with some friends. Well, basically, me and three other mates, we've come up to Tinnabar to this beach house that one of my mates' families owns. And it's right near the beach, like 100 metres down, and I'm going to do some fishing, some kayaking, um, basically just hanging around. It's going to be really nice. So, Sarah, I mean, it is schoolies at the moment. For a lot of people, you're not quite at that age yet. Uh, you know, you're not graduating this year. But surely you know some people and our friends are some people who are really, um, you know, indulging in the schoolies lifestyle. What, what's – is Surfer's Paradise still the place to be? Look, I believe so, but I'm not going to lie. In my opinion, schoolies is kind of lame. Like, I definitely won't be going to my schoolies. I'd much rather go do something nice, like go for camping for a week or just go somewhere far away from everyone. I just, I don't really see anything enjoyable about it. Ah, interesting stuff. I mean, because I remember spending what seemed to be outrageous amounts of money when I was going to school. It's like, Wait, I think in hindsight you, it was you about... You were a surfer's paradise boy? Yeah, I was, of yeah. course I was. Yeah, of course. So, so you know enough about me to know that I was absolutely surfer's paradise. 
rocking yeah. down Cavill Avenue in my school singlet. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Sarah, I went to Vietnam and Cambodia on an Oxfam charity bike ride for my oh schoolies. My so God. you're more than, I could give you the deets. You, I could... <laughs> oh, wow. Lucky I didn't see you on Cavill, mate. <laughs> I would have had my uh, underpants pulled up over my head on the old Manokai atomic wedgie if that's if we come across each other in school. But look, Sarah, we're we're, we're uh, talking over what is a chance for you to educate uh, listeners, much like myself and Matt, who are aging out of the cool age demographic. Are you ready to help some people? Yup. All right, let's do it. Robin has asked on the Matt and Alex website: Are there any go-to dance moves young people are doing these days? I mean, Ooh. look. There was for a while there the dab, the uh, whip and nay nay. Okay. Oh, the floss. The floss. Still, I see occasionally <laughs> when you pan to a crowd shot on the cricket. <laughs> I so what, have an answer. Any moves? Basically, there's this new thing. Well, it's not very new, but like it's becoming a lot more popular. It's called getting sturdy. Getting sturdy. <laughs> oh, my yep. God. It's, it's like it's a lot of... You know, you guys know the dance Rasputin, like, and you, like, do the whole jumping, like, down with your knees and you're sticking your legs out. Oh, is that when you bend your knees down and your arms sort of swing from side to side? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. And, but it's, like, to more very upbeat music, like rap music, so it's a lot faster and a lot more moves. Mm-hmm. But find that's a lot more what people are doing these days. I can actually send you guys probably a video of it. Okay. But, like, you need a lot of knee strength to do it. Oh, yeah. It seems like uh, it It almost seems like that kind of, yeah, it's Greek of Zorba dance or something, but um, <laughs> like a street version of that. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, it looks like a real knee breaker, and I don't know if I've got I've got what it takes anymore. The getting sturdy could really get a, I'd be calling it getting hurdy. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, guys, I'm I'm 15 and I struggle to do it. My knees hurt after, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is good to know. Thank you very much, Sarah. We, we're all be getting sturdy after this. Hey, Robin, uh, you could go and get sturdy uh, <laughs> to uh, remain relevant into yeah. clubs. Um, what about David, who sent us a message here? Uh, are D&Ms still a f- thing that young people do, a.k.a. deep and meaningful conversation? Do, do people still get round, around a D&M? Look, yes, but we don't call them demons. Oh, oh, what do you call them? A fat chat. <laughs> a fat chat. Oh, you're having fat yeah. chats, yeah. Yeah, you just have like a fat chat about everything and anything. Yes, yeah, okay. fat chats. Oh, I do like talking about it. I think, Matt, we used to say that a couple of years ago, but it was... Mainly relating to like disagreements with your partner, you had to have some fat chats. No, so it's like if something's going on with your mate, you sit him down and you're like, "Let's have a fat chat, man. Come on." Um, and okay. is it spelled in the cool way? P H A T. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. That was a very quick answer. That was a Sarah. A P H A I L. I'm just being honest, guys, and absolutely not. No. Well, look, we're so glad that we get to, well, I mean, not have fat chats with you every single week, but we get to chat with you at least. Mm. Um, and you always honestly blow us away every single time with how yeah. much, how in touch you are with uh, the things that we need to learn to remain relevant. So thank you very much, Sarah. We'll we'll let you get back to Tin and Bar. Enjoy your, you know, your house trip with uh, your mates. And hopefully we will catch you again before the year is out. I'm sure you will. Well, look, that brings us to the end of all-day breakfast for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 
That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.